we're learning life, embracing love, managing marriage, maneuvering in ministry, and managing money. Welcome to the Let's Talk About It podcast. Hello and welcome back to part two of the vision killer. Um, We've been talking about the vision killer. And so I wanted to make sure that it wasn't long again. Thank you to everyone that has been rocking out, being a part of this new podcast. Let's talk about it where we talk about life, love, marriage, ministry, and money. And we're talking about life part two, which is vision killers. I've shared with you so far four of the vision killers. So I'm sharing eight vision killers on part one of this. Uh, Make sure you listen to that. I talked about the importance of eight vision killers, things that allows us to be disconnected, discombobulated um, um, when we have vision that we've set on the shelf, Uh, not just disconnected, discombobulated, or we get to a point of discomfort because we don't believe in ourselves. And so I talked about how we put our vision on the shelf uh, and decided that, you know, I'm not good enough. I don't have what it takes. I don't have the, I'm I'm not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not equipped enough to do this. Uh, And I wanted to share with you the vision killers that I've experienced. I'm always going to share my experience, right? The things that I experienced, even in my now, even in my now, uh, there's something huge and amazing that I want to do. And I'm connecting with different people. And I come back and talk about the importance of connecting with the right people and standing on their shoulders and allowing them to push you over the fence um, in the very thing that you're doing. But the things that are stopping me uh, are these vision killers, man. Uh, number one, we talked about the vision killer of adversity, which is the enemy and how the devil is will get you disconnected, just like he did Eve. He will get you distracted, just like he did Eve. He will do these things to get you out of away from your vision. Because your vision will help so many other people in the process, right? We also talked about negative thinking. Uh, these are the things, the kind of conversations that we have uh, within ourselves, the, the kind of conversations that we have within our own self. Also, number three is uh, negative self-talk with ourselves. It's kind of the same. We get in our own way uh, by doing some things that we shouldn't or living in our past or living in our current situation and we can't see our future. We don't believe in our future. We don't have the vision for our future. None of those things, man. I did a video and I might come back and just share that video just as an audio on here about uh, what is vision? What kind of vision should we have? I did a class with the ladies, uh, Women of Destiny, and I might share this on here, uh, just a free preview of what I've shared with them on here, because it is very important that we got to understand what vision is. But if we don't understand what vision is, we got to understand what vision killers are. These are the vision killers that happen, that take place within ourselves, adversity, negative thinking. We, you know, our self-talk, our negative self-talk about ourselves uh, and we get in our own way. And number four was procrastination. So we talked about that in the last video. Check that out. But we talked about those kind of vision killers. Today, we're going to talk about the next four vision killers. Uh, One of the vision killers, uh, number five, is perfectionists. Uh, Perfectionists can also, I talked about how procrastination can lead to paralyzed. You can also be paralyzed spiritually 
because you're trying to be perfect. You're trying to do everything perfect. You're trying to, you know, it has to be the right way. I never forget. It has to be the right post. I got to say everything perfect. I got to do everything right. I got to make sure that the book is perfect. The flyer is perfect. That um, when I do these conferences, everything has to be perfect. But here's the thing that I learned about perfection. If you are perfect, you don't get a chance to grow. You don't get the chance to pursue what is next for you. You don't get a chance to experience mistakes, hiccups, and mess ups. You don't get a chance to experience that. The reason why I loved, I love doing events is because I get a chance to learn from every event every time. I get a chance to do that. And so because of every mistake that has been made dur during conferences, retreats, uh, women getting together, there was one time, oh my God, I went to, because I wanted a trip to be so perfect, it was the worst trip that I ever had with the Women of Destiny, with the women in my church. Uh, there are trips that I did before the Women of Destiny, which led over to women of destiny i would always do girls day before i became a pastor's wife i take my girls out uh my the, my best friend my friends that were hanging out with me we would go to different places every time every month every other month uh we would do different things every quarter i think it was every quarter a uh, shout out to them man i love all of y'all charlotte lady hines uh it was it was a lot of them i, I don't want to miss nobody let me stop and liz oh my god it was just fun so much fun and but here's the thing, I let that cultivate into me doing women, uh, women's retreats and going outings. But this particular outing, girl, man, whoever listened to me, let me tell you, worst trip ever, worst trip ever, man. And I was sitting up there thinking to myself, this is not what the Lord said. That's why it's very important to make sure we listen to God on everything that we do, and not just walk out and do stuff just because we feel like it was perfect. It was good when me and my girls did it. But these were not my girls. These were women that I poured into and it just didn't work. And I would never do that again. I'm talking about the restaurant we went to. I think it was to a water park. Where restaurant we went to was horrible. The water park experience, everything was horrible. They probably had a good time, but I didn't because I didn't see the purpose. I don't like doing events that don't have no purpose to the things that I'm pursuing in and it had nothing to do with it. I just wanted an outing and that was a hard mistake. Okay. Um, the next thing is like, so with perfectionists, you got to make sure that you're not trying to make this thing perfect. You need that mistake. You need uh, the hiccup in every area in business and life. There's a lot of mistakes my husband and I making in business um, that we're trying to learn from. Um, and we also have people that mentor us to help us through that process. Because you're going to make mistakes. You're new at this or you are doing something that is not normal. Uh, but here's the thing. There's new, no, nothing new under the sun. There's somebody out there that did it better than you. Don't mind sharing their wisdom, their knowledge, their experience with you. Right. So connect with those people. That's another conversation, another, another podcast for another day. Number six is the spirit of comparison. Listen, I'm getting a book. I got the book and I'm going to read it right now. I'm reading the book sore, but my next book is Killing Comparison. I'm going to be doing this on my live and I might come and do it on podcast. I'm not for sure, but um, Killing Comparison. I can't wait to read that book because here's the thing. We compare ourselves with other people. Uh, we feel like that their success should be our success or we feel like that, man, they, they doing this. Uh, I always tell people that Facebook, uh, social media, will mess you up because you get this 
perfect picture and don't realize that they just got into it before they took the picture or after they took the picture. There's no perfect person out there. And when we start to compare ourselves, we start to believe that our life should look like someone else's life. Here's the thing. We got to understand this, that our success is our success. And whatever area you feel like you're successful in, that's what you're successful in. But the thing about success is that you cannot take the elevator for your success. You must take the stairs. What do you mean, Tanya? Come here. You got to be willing to go through every process. When I was sick on that cane and I was going through what I was going through on that cane, I had to go through the complete process. The doctor said, you can't not get off these pills. You have to take them. Every, uh, it was so much milligram that I had to take um, all the way up until I could completely get off the pills. If not, I would have went in a coma. If that didn't teach me anything else, it taught me the process of trusting the process of God, trusting God's plan, trusting God's uh, adversity, trusting God's situation, just trusting God in every area. I tell people all the time, when we sit in the chair and we get a perm on our hair, those of you that have perms, don't act like you never had them, but you've had perms before. And sitting in the car and in, in that chair, if you scratch before that perm, it's going to burn. But what you're going to do is sit there through that process because you know at the end of the day, that hair is going to be slick and laid. And you're going to trust the process of that person putting that perm on your hair because you know the outcome of what's going to happen. Here's the thing. We as Christians, as believers, do not know the outcome of what's going to happen. So I would rather quit. I would rather not be steadfast, unmovable. I would rather give up on my dream, on my vision, on my idea. I would rather say that's okay because I don't know the outcome of this process because this hell feels too bad. I'm not in hell, but it feels like it. It feels like that I'm there because this is painful. This is this is torture to me and I got to go through it. Man, I can't wait to share with you what God did to us in 2018 because we had to trust the process, man. But this time in 2018, instead of going through and losing everything, we decided, God, we're going to go ahead and trust you this time and move and do what you say do this time, this time. But did not know the backlash and the hurt and the pain that was going to come behind it. That's one another day. But during that process, I had to trust the process. I had to trust God through the process. So I had to take the stairs one step at a time, one experience at a time, one vision at a time, one project at a time. I have to do that even in my now. I got to take the stairs because the elevator, if I take it, I'm going to go too fast and I'm not going to learn the things that I need to learn. Regardless of what my mentors may know before me, I have a business coach right now. Uh, shout out to Tasha Coach Brooks. Yes, she's my mentor. And one thing about her is that she lets you know you ain't going to get rich quick. This ain't that. If, that, if that's what you're looking for, you're looking for the wrong thing. You got to be willing to go through the process and learn, read every detail of a FRFP. That's a whole nother story for another day. Read every detail in the contract. And because you learn that throughout the years, you learn that when you get on the bigger scale, you learn how to read that stuff and pay attention. But you cannot compare yourself. When you start comparing, what's going to happen? Spirit of jealousy hits. The spirit of competition hits. The spirit of I'm better than them and they're less than me hits. You don't need this. We got to be willing to stop the spirit of jealousy. Stop the spirit of competition. 
and start walking in the very thing that God has called me to do. Oh man, when I tell you, my husband, and I, I think we got it in 2019, 2020, during the pandemic, man, 2021, all of that. It was just like, man, we in our lane. Whatever we doing, this is what we doing. I'm in the, I'm in the ministry of minding my own business. And if you want to know my business and you come and ask me, I may be willing to tell you my business. But other than that, I'm in the ministry of mind my own business and I move at my pace. I move at what God tells because there are some things that God is doing even in my now in private that when they do come out public, everybody else is like, oh, my God, this is happening. Well, we like, baby, there was so much trial behind that, so much tribulation. But we here. God, God has had, got that. But here's the thing. That my business is mine. And it's what I learned through the process of it that's going to be able to help me. So you got to be willing to not compare. Get rid of that. That is a vision killer. When you start comparing your business, your marriage, your family, your children, your church, your ministry to other people. Man, what God have you is not what God wants you. Whether God has them is not what God wants you to be with them. Because you don't want to go through the trials and the tribulations that they went through. Just handle you. Just be where you are. Be okay. My daughter say, be okay with being okay. It's okay to be okay. Be okay with where you are. The sooner we learn how to congratulate and celebrate others, the sooner we can excel in our purpose. When I say it's a game changer when we learn to do that. Real women celebrate and collaborate and participate together. That's what real women do. They don't hate. You just keep moving, man. It's so many people I partner with. I can't wait to bring them on too. Uh, there's people that I partner with in business. Woo! And they're all women. Yeah. Love doing business with them. Because when they get a cut, I get a cut. And when I get a cut, they get a cut. You understand me? It's business. You got to be willing not to compare yourself with people. At the end of the day, if they making shirts, you making shirts. Oh, well. Keep making shirts. Don't stop because they started. Or don't stop because they're doing it. Just do it. All right. Seven, the, the, the vision killer of laziness. Ooh, this is when we don't want to do the work. I, I, it goes back to you got to be willing to take the stairs. When you don't want to do the work or you want somebody else to do the work for you, you don't want to do the research. You don't want to do anything. I don't mind helping people that don't mind helping themselves. But when it comes down to it and you want me to do all the work, the devil is a lie. That's lazy. You're lazy. You can't, you can't do vision and be lazy. It's a vision killer. You're too lazy to walk out your dream and you'd rather take someone else's dream and walk out that dream to make it look like yours. There's nothing wrong with people sharing stuff with you. Again, ain't nothing new under the sun. There's nothing wrong with you using the things that they have if they don't mind. If you don't, it, I just think the, the, the characteristics or the spirit of integrity is to ask before using somebody's information or their thing, or their, you know, um, it's just, when I, what I mean by that, let me make that clear. So if you have a business, and you go, and you take a picture of somebody else's business, or let's say my husband, I do electricity, and we go take a picture of somebody else doing electricity, but it's not our people, we need to get permission from that person that posted that picture to make sure it's okay that we can share that information. Or another example, let's say you're doing something in ministry. Well, somebody else see you do it and you hear them or you see that they're doing the same thing you're doing. 
uh, and you know it's identical to what you're doing, the right thing to do is for them to ask before they do it. Don't mean that's going to always happen. I don't know how many times I've seen somebody do what I do. Uh, and I also done something that somebody else done. And then I was like, wait a minute, I need to get permission to make sure it's okay. I I did a live with one of the, a pastor's wife and I asked her, hey, is it okay if I share my your information that we did on my YouTube channel? Because that's content for my YouTube channel. And I wanted to get permission before I use her content. That's her content, but I used it on my channel. And I put it on there because I was talking to her on a live and I wanted to use that content on my, she let me, I got permission. She was like, yeah, that's cool. No problem. And it's on my, on my YouTube channel. So you got to be willing to be, uh, do the work, do the work, have your own lane, your own thing that you do. And then some things, like I said, you learn from other people last and not least, and I'm done. Eight, there's a vision killer of rushing the process. There's a vision killer of rushing the process. Rushing the process. And I heard a young lady say this years ago. I don't follow her anymore, but I will uh, share her content that she shared uh, in her book, uh, The Power in Waiting by Carla Arcanon. Uh, One of the process she shared in her book was grow and develop as a person. Grow and develop as a person. Don't rush the process. There are things uh, that my girls and I go through, um, that things that we have experienced throughout the years. I realize that my youngest girl does not understand what my oldest girl, my oldest 20-year-old understands that my 14-year-old does not understand. I had to learn throughout the process that I can't rush my 14-year-old to understand like my 20 and 18-year-old. I can't do that. And I was doing that at a moment. But you got to be willing to allow people to grow as well as you grow. Got to be willing to grow through a process. I started off doing for all of my business consultant people that's out there, I started off doing what you call a, um, a consultation. So I started off doing consultations uh, and sharing people with my experience, things that I do. And I would charge like $75 uh, for that consultation. And I was just sharing those things. Then it went from to from a consultation to, okay, uh, people started asking me about their book and wanted a consultation to write a book. And so I started charging for the consultation for the book. Um, and of course my pricing went up, but then I realized, wait a minute, I can, I can do a whole book publishing company. I publish my own books. I can do a whole publishing book company and turned into a Harden publishing, uh, company, Harden enterprise publishing company. So it's a company that I created, but I had to grow before I said I got a publishing company. I had to grow into that. And slowly, I'm still learning that process to where now my price is a little bit different because I didn't grow in that area. All right. You got to be willing to accumulate wisdom and knowledge that you did not have before. You got to accumulate wisdom and knowledge that you did not have before. You got to be willing to do the research to do, I call you, uh, YouTube is my university, <laughs> YouTube university, Google university are my friends. I do research on there. Uh, I even started doing marketing classes now because of all of the marketing that I have been doing and the information that I've learned over the years that I have shared in our Lions Den to those that are part of our Lions Den membership. See, I went from business consultant to where now I have memberships of people being a part of our business consultant. 
Limited, Department for Hardened Enterprise. Come here. I turned it into a whole department now to where we do mentoring and different things. And my thing is, you got to be willing to accumulate wisdom. But I couldn't do that if it wasn't for the wisdom and the knowledge that I gained and the classes that I invested in to learn how to do marketing. All right. Some experiences are necessary and a part of our learning experience. You need every experience. Some experiences are necessary. And then last and not least, God will never put you in a fire and not bring you out. You got to know that he'll never put you in a situation that he would not bring you out. He would never get you to start a business, won't bring you out. He would never get you in a marriage and won't bring you out. He would never get you in a um, ministry and won't bring you out. He would never get you in a situation where he would not bring you out. He'll bring you out. It may not be the way you want it to be. It may not be the way it looks like, but he will bring you out. You're talking to a girl. You're listening to a girl that has been homeless twice. <laughs> I was homeless uh, before I got married. Then my husband and I were homeless with our children. Uh, that was a choice, though, because we could have went to state with family, but we chose not to. Um, then we got we were end up homeless pretty much again, lived in our church Um Again, uh, because of money management, we weren't managing our money. No, the second time was not ma managing money. The third time it was God, whatever your will is, that's what we're going to do. And while they were building our house, we lived in our church. So not really homeless, but uh, somewhat. But here's the thing is that all of that, all three levels of that. Woo, I can tell you some experiences, baby. I can tell you some experiences with the level one of losing, of being homeless, losing a house. Well, not losing, Lord. Repo on a house. I can tell you the experience of that. Then I can tell you the next level of the experience of that. You know what I'm saying? The next level of, I mean, the level of being single and not what's the name. Y'all know what I meant. I hope. The first level was me being single. The second level of that experience is me being married. The third level is when I finally got obedient and listened to the Lord and did what he told me to do. Yeah, that's experience. I remember, man, the frustration, but oh my God, it turned into victory. Growing, it's moments of growth. So you can't rush the process. You got to go through each stage. So every stage of those levels, I can talk about singles being being homeless. I can talk about marriages being homeless. Then I can talk about to pastors and leaders of a church, the importance of being obedient to God, even while you're pastoring the church. Yeah. So what are the last four? Killing vision killers is perfectionist, spiritual comparison, laziness, and rushing the process. These are vision killers. Don't rush the process. You got to be willing to know that you cannot rush the process. And you got to be willing to know that if I'm going to listen to someone in a season, I got to make sure that they're on the same page as me. I cannot allow anyone else to kill any visions in my life. So I encourage you, man, continue to walk out in the things that God calls you to do. Continue to be faithful. Continue to believe in your dream. Continue to uh, walk out in your dream. Continue to dream big. Go big or go home. Be willing to do that, man. Oh, it's so much content I can share on this podcast that I haven't shared throughout the years. And I think I am. I think I am. But let's continue to grow together. Let's continue to go together. These are vision killers. Don't allow these vision killers to be a part of your process. Allow yourself to overcome them and go into your divine destiny that God is calling you to. Listen, until next time, if you don't remember anything else, remember you are a product of God's grace and mercy when you learn to see yourself through God's eyes and not people. Listen, get ready for the next episode. I'm rocking out with some women. So I can't wait for you to hear that. Until next time. 
Stay blessed in all that you do. Bye-bye. Listen to the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you.